we're going to pick up what we had done a few weeks ago on the mind. Uh, what all I don't get to in this lesson, you would have to go back and review your own notes and bring yourself up to speed. Amen. So just to kind of go a little bit over the uh, overview of the lesson was the mind, the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experience to think and to feel the faculties of conscience and thoughts. The mind of a person reason, feels, and understands, and remembers. The mind has viewpoints and opinions about things, but we need to get an understanding that godliness is not based on our opinion and thoughts, but what God says in his word by the Holy Ghost. The mind gathers data or information and processes it into action of the body, good or bad. The mind takes it through a set of process to determine whether to keep it or trash it. What's bad is when your mind keeps all the trash and throw out the good. The mind makes a decision whether it be still or act upon what it receives. And we, we, we come to find out that that is a very true statement. Amen. So you have to also watch what you allow to enter your mind. Because some things that enter your mind, you got a tendency of keeping it. And sometimes what you keep is not right. Everybody with me? So if you would, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. If you're looking for that passage scripture, it may be one that I added to it, so you may have to just pencil that in yourself. And matter of fact, that is one. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. Are we there? Amen. Fifth verse says, examine yourself. Let's hold it just right there. Examine yourself. Examine means you need to inspect in details to determine the investigated thoroughly, to test the knowledge or the proficiency of someone. Test and evaluate, guess what? Yourself. And that what it said? Examine yourself. 
Not somebody else, but examine yourself. Test and evaluate yourself. Which means to look at something very closely and usually with the purpose of making a judgment. Take a close look at your life, not someone else. Am I making sense? So then he said, examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Now, I need you to take notice there in your book. You can, you can put, uh, you can underline. It said the faith. It didn't say a faith. It said the faith. And in the faith, the word the is to respond to the original. That which had been proven to be real. Come on, somebody. So he told you to examine yourself whether you be in defect. And when you look at Hebrew 12, verses 1 and 2, it speaks of looking unto Jesus. Listen to what it said. The author and finisher of our faith. So guess what? If you're going to be in defect, you got to be in Jesus Christ. The one who blazed the trail and finished the course. So examine yourself to see are you still in defect. A lot of folks in faith, but they ain't in defect. Come on, somebody. A lot of folks think that they got faith calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. But guess what? That don't mean that you're in defect. So you got to know where faith begins and where faith ends. And guess what? It all starts with Jesus and it ends with Jesus. So examine yourself. Take a close look at you. Take a close look at what you believe. Take a close look at what you are standing on. Come on, somebody. A lot of folks are standing on shaky ground. Show, see that you're still in the faith, showing the proper fruit of it. If you are in the faith, you ought to have some fruit to prove it. Hello, somebody. And what's that fruit? I believe God. I totally believe God. Come on, somebody. You can't just haphazardly believe him. You got to totally believe God. In spite of what you go through, I still believe God. In spite of what's going on in my body, I still believe God. In spite of what I have or don't have, I still believe God. Come on now. And guess what? You're going to have to stand on that. There's going to come a time that you're going to have to make a sure stand on that. Because there's going to come a time that guess what? Everything you got might be down at the bottom. Hello, somebody. You gotta believe, you gotta trust and believe in God when you're in the valley, just like you is when you're on the mountain. Come on now. Your fruit will prove it. Come on now. Sometimes we get in the valley, guess what? You know what we do? Sometimes we falsely accuse God by what we are going through. 
Instead of telling God, I know you're going to bring me out of this. Come on, somebody. I call and call and call and call on God to God say all is well. When God said all is well, I know I was coming out. Come on, somebody. So, so you got to make sure you are in the faith, right? Then he said, prove your own self. Oh, you got to be so in tune with God that you can prove your own self that you're in the faith. Come on now. Prove your own. Establish the existence and the truth or the, valid, the, 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 the ability of Christ being in you. How? How are you going to prove that? By the Holy Ghost indwelling in you. Huh? The Holy Ghost has got to be dwelling in you. And guess what? If the Holy Ghost ain't talking to you, guess what? Somebody's in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong ghost. The Holy Ghost ought to talk to you sometime. Come on now. The Holy Ghost ain't telling you when you're wrong. That's a sign that you got the wrong ghost. Come on now. You got to have the Holy Ghost indwelling in you, except you be found counterfeit. Except you be found, it's that unless you be reprobate. That's what the scripture said, right? How that Christ is in you except you be reprobate. Except you be counterfeit. Except you be found a pretender. People can pretend good. Huh? Come on now. Until the fire get turned up. <laughs> when the heat get turned up, boy, it, it, it It'll bring, it, it'll get rid of the pretending. Because see, when the heat gets turned up, you got to have a real deal. Amen. When the heat gets turned up, it'll tell you whether or not you're a faker and a shaker. Amen. This is how you have show the proper fruits. Of being in Christ Jesus. When you can take it. Come on somebody. See in this day time. You going to have to be able to take it. You can't wear your feelings on your sleeves. Come on somebody. Because guess what. God come to shake everything off of you. And if you ain't prepared for God to shake everything off of you, you're in the wrong place. Come on now. This thing is down to where the rubber meets the road. Come on now. This is a different age. Church, but not like that. Come on, somebody. 
So you got to be able to take it if you're going to stay. It's just like medicine. You, the doctor tell you to shake it well and take it. You got to shake it well and take it. Same thing go for the word of God. You got to be able to shake it and take it, honey. Come on now. God ain't got no sweet word for me just like he ain't got no sweet word for you. But he do have a word of salvation. Come on, somebody. So you got to show some evidence that your faith is genuine. Amen. A lot of folks is hollering faith, but they ain't got faith. Amen. Faith is more than just a word. Are you totally depending on God? I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 5. Verse 6 said, But I trust that ye shall know that we are not represent. Paul is saying, I trust that you know that we know the truth. I trust that you know that we speak the truth. We're not here calling right wrong and wrong right. So now, I pray to God that you do no evil. Now, that is a telltale sign that if we are still operating under the auction of evil, guess what? That ought to tell us that our fruits of the Holy Ghost do not exist. And our proof that we are in God, guess what? It's shaky. Y'all hear that? If it's still easy for us to do evil, guess what? That means the ground that we're standing on is shaky ground. And that ain't Holy Ghost shaking either. Yeah. Amen. Said, not that we should appear approved. Paul said, we don't have to be approved by you now. But that you should do that which is honest, though we be as reprobate. For we can do nothing against the truth. Somebody said nothing. You can do nothing against the truth. Guess what? Let me, if, you, if you didn't know it, I'm going to tell you now. Truth stands by itself. It don't need you to validate it. Come on, somebody. Truth is life. And if you choose to live, you got to get on the side of truth. Amen. It don't need us to validate it. It don't need us to vote on it. Come on, somebody. You can't find nowhere in, in the book where God needs your consent about truth. Eat it and live or don't eat it and die. Them the only two choices you got with truth. Amen. So we can do nothing against the truth. But for the truth. Oh Lord. Yeah. Huh? You do yourself a good service if you live 
for the truth. You do yourself a good, a, a good service if you do the truth. Come on, somebody. So we can't do nothing against the truth. Oh Lord. But guess what? You can get you you can get some you can get some crowns for helping the truth. But you can get some damnation for going against the truth. So you have to make a choice. Do I want eternal life or do I want eternal damnation? Amen. If I fight against the truth, the evidence is that I'm looking to receive eternal damnation. Amen. Because the truth goes saying, heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word will remain. Amen. So, let's slide to Hebrew 10. Chapter 10. And the verse starts at 15 through 25 if we make it down that far. Amen. So the 15th verse says, Well, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that, he had said before. Now, first of all, it's, it's, it's sad if the Holy Ghost can't witness to you. It's sad if the Holy Ghost ain't got nothing to tell you. Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost supposed to be a confirmation inside of you. That God is working in you. And he said in the 16th verse, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my law into their hearts and in their minds will I write them. Now, when you look at that thing now, this is not the covenant that he made with Moses. He said, this is a new covenant, a new and living way. Come on, somebody. So, you know, you need to get out of your old mindset. Huh? You need to get out of your past mindset of where you came from or what religion you may have been up under or whatever you believed. This is a new and living way. And the only way that you can be certified in this new and living way is by the Holy Ghost. Amen. The writer of the Hebrew book alludes to Jeremiah 31, 33 through 34, speaking to the Jewish nation. 
gave hope to the Jewish people who were suffering through exile as punishment of their sin. And, and, and you know, that's, that's a sad thing that we think that we can skate along and keep doing what we want to do and they're not going to be any repercussion behind it. You need to check with the Israelites. You need to check with the nation of Israel that went through exile because they kept sinning against God. God, But God turned around and promised forgiveness and redemption to the Jewish people. This will put his law on their hearts and write them on their mind. We don't want to put nothing about God in our mind. Come on, somebody. Not only can God put anything in our mind, we won't even give God our heart. So if we won't give God our whole heart, how is he going to write anything in us when you're supposed to be a written epistle, read and learn of men? How is God going to write something in you and you won't give your whole self to him? When he doesn't establish a new and living way for you. He established a new and living way that you can make it. Because frankly, if we were Jews, we wouldn't make it. Come on, somebody. You think some, you think some words get harsh. You need to be a Jew and hear them straight from God. Sometimes the harsh words that God brought also brought death behind. Come on, somebody. And, but we find it so easy in our mind to rebel against God. Come on, somebody. We got it too easy. Huh? But God is prepared to knock down easy street. You know why? Because it's too close to the end for God not to have a remnant. He's going to have a remnant. Yes. Amen. Amen. He's going to sort through the people and he's going to keep that which is good and he's going to toss out that which is bad. Amen. 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 God is saying this is, this is no time to play. This is time to get real with him. Because you know why I said that? Because God is saying he's been playing with us too long now. Some of us have been playing with us 40 years. Just like they was in the wilderness. And we ain't advanced no further than we was when we first got here. Come on now. The Holy Ghost is now testifying to us that what he did thousands of years ago and today he will do the same for us in this new living way through Jesus Christ. It's got to be through Jesus Christ. Come on somebody. Why are you trying to hold on to the law? It's got to be through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Your ancestors couldn't hold on to the law. The, 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 the generation before them couldn't hold on to the law. Because the law came to tell you you were wrong. Amen. 
and now you won't now, now now God gave you a way out. The Holy Ghost come and tell you you you're wrong and you're ignoring. Wow. We as born again believers should ought to have some boldness. Amen. Let's read it. What was we in? 16 verse. That's 17 verse. Let's read it. And their sins and iniquity will I remember. You better let God erase you clean. Come on, somebody. You don't want to get the glory, and God says, guess what? There's still some stuff that you didn't take care of. And if God tell you there's some stuff that you didn't take care of, you can't enter in. But, but, but God, I, 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 I didn't know. God said a word would preach to you week after week after week after week. Where was your, you know what he's going to say? Where was your mind at? Man thing, people. Our mind. Throw that to you. You know, have you noticed that sometime you might be in the act of praying your lips is moving and saying words, but your mind is down the street. Your mind is on something else when you're trying to talk to God and God don't want to talk to you because you won't give him your mind. You just want to spit out some words and not pay attention to what you are saying to God. You have prayers. Come on, somebody. And you think God is receiving that. You think God is listening to that. Huh? Where your mind is is where you are. So you really wasn't with God. Come on, somebody. So when you find yourself in that dilemma, shake yourself. Get back in the game. Get to really truly calling on God. Rebuke that mindset that you're in. Amen. Trying to pray to God and you thinking about One of your shows on which I say you trying to talk to God while your mind is on one of your shows or somewhere else. Amen. So the scripture says, now where remission of these is. There is no more offering for sin. Now where there is absolute remission, God then gave you forgiveness, cancellated all the penalty of your sins, and all your law breaking. Uh-oh. 
then you want to go back. Uh, then you want to get rebellious. Then you want to think you know something. Come on, somebody. God did all the work. God broke up everything in your life. Come on, somebody. It was God that washed you. Amen. Now you want him to make you a new offering. Ain't no more atonement. You either got to get with the program or get out of the program. Come on, somebody. But look what he said. Having therefore, brethren, he's not talking to the world or he wouldn't have addressed to them as brethren. So he's talking to the church. So having therefore, church, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus Christ. So guess what? There was a period of time no one was able to enter into the holiest place but the priests. And he had to go make an offering for your sins, your transgressions, for a year. Once a year he went in to make sacrifices for you. Yes. You couldn't go in and talk to God. Wait a minute, listen to that now. Right. You couldn't go talk to God for yourself. God did not want to hear from you. My God. Can you imagine the nation of Israel, even though they was God's people, individual people God did not want to hear from? They had to have a representation. And that representation had to make sure he got himself clean before he go in there and talk to God about you. Or both of y'all ain't got nothing. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now God that made you a new and living way? God that made it possible for you to have access to his holy place? And you take it for granted? And guess what? Here's another thing. So therefore, you got to make sure you watch how you approach God in the holy place. You got to make sure that you got your act together when you get access into the holy place. You need to be spending time in the holy place talking about you instead of trying to tell God about somebody else. You went in there willfully seeing it. Huh? Because you went in there to approach a holy God with some mess. Am I right about that? So therefore, since we have full, listen here, freedom. You wasn't free. <laughs> you didn't have the freedom nor either the confidence to approach God. See, you got to make sure that you know this God that you serve. Yeah. You 
ain't who you think he is. Come on, Come on somebody. He don't accept what you think he accepts. You need to go and find out from him. Since he have gave you access. Listen to that now. Since he have gave you access to come into his presence. While you are there, you need to find out if you're right with him. Come on now. No, did you too be in the dancing God? Bless me here and bless me now. What about God? Am I in right standing with you? God is there any more dead cats on my line? Not somebody else's line. Stop looking at somebody else's clothes line to see if they got spots in their clothes out in the backyard. Look at the spots on your own. That's a trick of the enemy to have the people of God watching somebody else and leave their own self unwatched. Amen. Amen. So God gave you freedom and confidence to enter into the holy of holies. Wow. Look at my God. Have you really actually let that sunk in? The privilege that God has given you? That you can come in through the Holy Ghost and have a communication level and conversation with the one true God that he gave you that access what are you doing with it what are you really doing with it is you trying to find out anything about yourself or are you still trying to find out everything about somebody else? Come on now. To enter into the holy of the holies by the power and virtue that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. <coughs> it's in the blood. Come on, somebody. If you're going to do anything from God, it's going to be in the blood. If you're going to get access to God, it's going to have to be by the blood. Come on now. Amen. The blood to you may not seem uh, important. But guess what? The blood is your new life life. The blood of Jesus Christ is your lifeline. Yeah. Amen. And you know, we got to start more or less looking at the blood as how precious it really is. Come on, somebody. So, he said, by a new and living way. Not an old way, not the past, but a new and living way, which he had consecrated. Oh, he did the consecrating. He did the consecrating 
for us, not for himself. He did it for us. Come on, somebody. He declared it sacred. He dedicated it. He devoted his life to it. Oh, good God Almighty. He devoted his life to saving us. He devoted his life that we could come into the presence of God. Huh? That when God sees the blood of Jesus Christ on the life of a saint, he give him access. Because you can't come in unless God give you access. Good God Almighty. Rome, one of the best things that you will ever experience is getting access into the presence of God. It'll be something you'll never, ever forget. Amen. You'll come out of that God talk with me. I had a meeting with God. Come on now. So how did you have a meeting with God? Through the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. So stop wasting your time shaking and faking and get real with God that God can enter into your heart and into your mind and guess what? Most likely blow it. And if you think he can't blow your mind, man, you got another experience coming. Come on, somebody. You know why? And you know why we don't get that experience because we don't show God the necessary uh, approach to him. Huh? We, 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 we don't show him the necessary approach and we don't show him the enthusiasm huh, to come into his presence. We don't show him the Natasini, uh, that we don't show him how that we are constantly trying, come on now, to, to, to reach him. We go a half a block and we get tired. We quit. I'll try again tomorrow. God might have been one step away. Amen. We have lost the excitement. Of serving God. We have lost. The excitement. Of coming. Together. At church. To see. God's next move. That's why. I know. The fruit. Of your faith. Is not working. Because we're not looking for God to do anything. We have turned coming to church just like nine to five. It done turned into a job for somebody. Amen. 
acid. Come on now. This thing used to exist in the old church. Huh? Being on fire to get to the house of God to see what God was going to do used to exist in the old church. Amen. And did God ever fail us, Pastor? He would always show up. He would always show up and do something for somebody in the service. And, and, and the church would receive the overflow from it. So he made this sacrifice for us through the veil. That is to say his flesh. Huh? His flesh. Amen. What he hung on the cross for. What he went through bruising and being beaten. He didn't do it for himself. He did it that we can have access to the holy place. So that's why I said, watch how you use your authorization to enter into God's chamber. Jesus has removed the barrier to enter into the holy sanctuary, but watch how you enter in. Come on now. This is a new and living way. Jesus played it with his flesh. He made the ultimate sacrifice going to the cross and became our great high priest. Uh, Y'all be glad now that we got a great high priest. We ain't got to depend on man. Come on now. Because guess what? The priest was just like a man just like we are. Subject to error. Amen. Look at Eli. He was a priest. Wouldn't straighten up his house that God had to take his house. Took his sons and him too. He fell backwards and broke his neck. So man is subject to error, but Jesus Christ do not error at all. There is no error in the great high priest. Come on, somebody. Amen. You ought to be, you ought to feel that you can go to Jesus Christ about anything and try to get your life straight in order with him because guess what? If you mean it, he'll help you. Come on, somebody. But if it's just for a show, you're going to leave the same way you came. Amen. So, He said, and having a high priest over the house of God, having a high priest over the house 
of God. And we don't think nothing about getting to the church. We don't think about nothing of bringing our issues to the high priest. No, we like, we take them to one another. What priesthood is you? Come on, now. Come on somebody. Come on. What is it? What is it, uh, Lamont, that you can wipe away out of my life by me bringing my problems to you? Not a thing. If I want to get rid of what's wrong with me, I need to go to the high priest. I need to go to the high priest of the house of God. There's a lot of priests out there. But I need to go to the high priest that is over the house of God. And that's Jesus Christ. Come on now. Have you failed anybody yet? Amen. Well, why is your mind and got twisted that you stop depending on him? Why you don't start trusting in your own self? You didn't bring salvation to you. So why now all of a sudden we just start trusting in our own thinking? Come on now. As time progresses on, your thinking, your natural thinking going to get you in more trouble. Come on now. Than you are right now. And it's going to be hard for you to get out of it. If you get out of it. Why? Because you have allowed your mind to start gravitating to what your flesh said. Am I right about that? So, since we have this great, not just great, but wonderful and noble priest who rules the God Almighty. You ain't just going to know somebody that's just talking to you. You're going to the ruler. Yes. Amen. You're going to the one. Listen now. You're going to the one that buffers between you and the wrath of God. Good God Almighty. He's the only thing that holds the wrath of God off of us. Oh, Jesus had to step out of the way in some of the stuff we do. Come on now. We'll be just as dead as some of them that was in the wilderness. And not only just dead, but lost. Loss, loss. You don't want God to get you lost. You don't want Jesus to step out of the way and cause the wrath of God to come down on you and you be lost, reprobated. Can't get back in. We're in a desperate time. This is a desperate hour, but it was designed for the church to shine. Yes, yes. Come on now. 
maybe we need to take down our globes and wash them out because they seem to be a little dingy and dim. Our light ain't bright as they ought to be. Come on, somebody. Our enthusiasm is not on as it ought to be. Come on now. Where is your energy in the Holy Ghost? Where is your spiritual energy? Amen. We, we didn't got so lackadaisical. If God gave us a good hard praise through the Holy Ghost, we'd get out of wind. We lose half our praise from huffing the. We ain't we ain't we haven't spiritually praised him in so long. We get out of breath if he really came in here with a spiritual praise. come in and anoint us in this place, by time the anointing fall, half of us will be in the float and fell out. <laughs> Pastor be going around to see who's dead and who's ain't. But the book said, let us draw near with a true what? A true heart. Get real with God so God can be real with you. We, well, we can't get the real stuff from God because we think we can throw God up anything and, and, and he believes it. Huh? We think that we can act a certain kind of way when we get to church and God accept it. Huh? But the other six days, God don't hear a thing from you. And then, come Sunday, you on the stage. You want to get on the stage and perform for God and God and turn his back on you. He probably reached over there and tell the pastor said, tell me when it's over with. Because I ain't accepting that. Come on, somebody. I ain't heard from you in the coon days. Now you want to come up here jumping up and hollering in front of me. Like that's gonna get my attention. Get my attention through the week that your praise will count on the Sunday. Did y'all hear that one? Get God's attention through the week, and when it comes down to the service of God, then your praise will be counted. But you know what? You 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 got you got you got to get this here straight, y'all. You got to have a mind to search for God through the week. 
Come on, somebody. You got you to have a mind to serve the God when there ain't nobody else around. You know, sometimes, a lot of times, some of we can't we, we can't appear to do anything for God unless we got a crowd. We we got people around. Then we were we ready to put that show on then. But what are you doing when you by yourself? Don't lie and tell me you're too busy. Come on, somebody. Because <laughs> I know better. <clears throat> you got time. Amen. Oh, and, and we're going to make time for everything. If it ain't now, we're going to create some time. Amen. But when are you going to create some time to have some time with God? Draw near to Him. Come forward to Him with a true heart. In full assurance of faith. Uh-oh. That's that where faith go again, didn't it? Full assurance and absolute conviction by faith. Hmm. Man. Full assurance. You know, I saw a quotation, and I wrote it down because I wanted to share it with you. This quotation said, stop letting people turn you against other people because they got a problem with them. And we got that bad. You don't like somebody, so you don't want me to like them either. You got an issue with them, so you want me to have an issue. At least tell me what the issue I ought to have with them. At least tell me what they did to me, not to you. Come on now. Providing you don't lie. Well. <laughs> Did that make sense? I thought that quotation was kind of on point. Amen. Draw now with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Amen. We have to have our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Huh? You need some bloody Jesus put on you. Huh? You need to get some Jesus blood in your heart. Huh? That you can get rid of your evil conscience. Because you know what he said? If your conscience condemn you, God is greater than your conscience. So guess what? If your conscience condemn you, you already stepped off into condemnation. And you know that you need 
for God to, to shake some salt on you. You need some of God's salt on you that you can get delivered. Yeah. Amen. Yo, conscience. Huh? Guess what? Look here. Some of us can have a messed up conscience. Amen. And our bodies washed with pure water. Our hearts sprinkled and purified from guilt. And our bodies cleansed with pure water. And it don't get no purer than in the name of Jesus Christ. It can't get no purer than in the name of Jesus Christ. So if Father, Son, Holy Ghost suffice you, go on in dirty and come out dirty. This thing has got to be pure. Yeah. And the only pure thing that we got going on now is the blood of Jesus Christ. It's the only thing that that get on you red and make you come out white as snow. Yeah. It's the only thing that can wash you and make you whole again. It's the only thing that can wash you and save your life. It is the only thing that can give you that new and living way. Amen. <coughs> so, did he tell us, so let us hold fast the profession of our hope without what? Wavering? Without being wishy-washy, without not being able to stand on the truth. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we receive the truth and feel good about what we receive till you run into one of your buddies and they begin to expound the same thing to you in a different way and then there you is wavering. Whether I'm in the truth or am I not in the truth? Yeah. Is that what God meant or is that what God didn't mean? Come on, somebody. Because I promise you, you can go and run into some of your buddies and they're going to tell you why the baptism in Jesus' name is not right. But they can't show you one pass of scripture that tells you that water baptism, I said water baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost got performed anywhere in the Bible, if it is, show it to me. But there's multiple places where they got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But if you ain't careful, you'll go right there and let somebody rob that out of your mind. I tell them, quick, you hurt my ears. You do you, I'm going to do me. Stop. I'm quick then to put my hand up and you stop because I don't want to hear. Why listen to a lie? Why listen to deception when you don't have to? Yeah. 